Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Marked for Life podcast. I'm Ray. I'm Cam. Today, we're going to, I guess I'm just going to ask a whole bunch of questions for Ray to answer about challenging tattoos. Yeah, we got this topic from Dean, uh, one of my old clients, good mate of mine. Shout out to Dean. Yeah, so I'm in a pretty unique position where I've been working in a you know as in a street shop pretty much my whole career for the last 10 years and when you work in a street shop you're taking in walk-in customers and you never really know what people are going to come in with so i guess me you know being the kind of i i always wanted to you know i guess i just wanted a challenge for a lot of the times so i'd take on it anything that came in and you know after after so many years in the industry, I've started to see tattoos not as the picture, but as in the technique. So different styles, you know, it doesn't matter what the style is. At the end of the day, you're still tattooing the same. A line is still a line for old school as it is for script. You know, shading is still the same for Japanese as it is for realism. So the smaller you can break down a tattoo and focus on those little pieces, the less you have to worry about the overall, the, you know, the overall picture. So would you say that you would know if you were given, I don't know, a style that you don't normally do, would you be able to execute that comfortably? Not really. It's it's still a big bit of a challenge. I look, the the one that comes to mind is color realism. That's the one I've got the least confidence in, but like when it comes to every other thing, even though I don't do it often, I'm really comfortable. Like, the the only one I'm really not comfortable doing is colour realism. Okay, I'm going to challenge you. Right. So, how does that reconcile with what you said earlier? So, what's the difference between colour realism and what you were saying earlier in terms of breaking down each technique? Um, the thing is, when you're doing colour realism, you're having colours very, you know, right next to each other that might not mix. Right. So, if you've got contrasting colours, like, say, a red and a... Um, like a purple or blue if those two touch it turns to brown yeah so it and that's just one example so color theory and tattooing is it's just the same as painting you don't want certain colors to touch but in color realism you can't choose the you know what color goes where the reference chooses so if somebody Uh, has a picture and it goes you know this color needs to be right next to that yeah yeah, I'm, but in terms of like getting the ink in, you're saying like, yeah, no, oh, like, that's the same. That's but it's all just the same. The coloring exactly. itself and the mixing of the colors. I, I wouldn't even say that I'd be too concerned about taking it on. But if someone came to me and got color real, realism, I feel like I wouldn't be worth my hourly rate for that. Because if you went to somebody who specialized in color realism, they might do a better job and they might do it faster. Like someone like Steve Butcher. Yeah, exactly. He's famous for the Kobe portraits. Yeah. Which are just insane. Like, yeah, that would take me days, you know. I probably yeah. wouldn't even do it all at once. I'd probably do only one colour at and a time. And it wouldn't even be perfect. And I, exactly. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to get the finished, fresh photo of it. That, that makes it look so good. So, when you do a tattoo, like, what do you find? Like, I've heard from like my interactions with you that even like the simplest tattoo something that you know a lot of customers they come in and go i just want a heart literally just a line like the line like no coloring or anything and it's like they don't actually understand the complexity that goes behind that or even like a straight line um can you explain 
a bit about that's, that. That's funny you mentioned that because when when I hear stories of people tattooing at home, you know, they buy a tattoo machine off eBay and they get drunk and tattoo their friends. They always go for the really simple tattoos. They're like, oh, just do a heart on my butt, you know, like, yeah. how could it go wrong? But those simple tattoos, they're the ones that are the hard, not hardest, but there's no room for error. Yeah. A straight you line has to be a straight line. A heart needs to be, you know, the curves need to be right. The um, It needs to be symmetrical or even just like straight up letters, you know, they, yeah. a letter has to look exactly the way it's supposed to be. There's no room for error. So it's about- not that it's hard, but it does take more focus and everything needs to be perfect. You can't have an off, you know, millisecond. So this is why there's always, I mean, there's a min- there's minimum shops, uh, minimum charges in most shops that you go to. And that's like one of the reasons why, would you yeah, say? Uh, Including the setup, obviously. I think, yeah, the setup. It's not as, I think when people come in and say, oh, it's just so simple. It's just this little or whatever. Yeah, it's exactly. not as simple as. Yeah, exactly. But plus, you know, me. if you don't have a minimum, where do you draw the line? Yeah. You know, like someone, someone one time will go, oh, just 80, come on, that's all I've got. And then next time, oh, 75, you know, like... And it's not even that, you, it's like... Where do you draw the line if not, you don't have a minimum? I mean, it's not even that, it's just like even the time it takes to prep a, a simple tattoo takes so, can take so I long. I think that's it. It's the opportunity cost because yeah. you have to set up and then break down... Which is the know. same amount of work as it would be for exactly. an all-day tattoo and even like doing the stenciling and... Well, yeah. that can be quite onerous, even for something that when you're actually tattooing, it only takes like five minutes to do. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, if you're breaking up and setting, uh, you know, breaking down and setting up again, you're using supplies as well. Yeah. So yeah, everything comes into the the you know why we have a minimum charge. Yeah. But um. Okay. So I know, not many people. The only people who really argue are the are people who don't have money on that day. Does I that don't know. Sense? I've had a lot of questions about it. But like, if they have enough money for the minimum, they usually don't really argue. It's just because they literally don't have that money for that day. That's why they want to try and bargain the. I beg to differ that that hasn't been my experience in yeah. dealing with custom inquiries. No, not at all. Yeah. No complaints, but it's just yeah. It's it's just an educational thing. It's. True. I mean, you're going to get people who want a bargain no matter what. It yeah. might not even be the dollar value. They just want to know they're saving money. But it's also just the value itself. Like, you see something, it's like, are you serious? It's smaller than a five-cent coin. Why are you charging yeah. me that much? You know? Like, so... But also, it's but like... But there's a lot of work that goes into something yeah, that is the size of a five-cent coin. you're also paying for somebody's experience, you know? Yeah. The cost to do a tattoo is... It's not much, but you're paying for the person's experience. You yeah. Know? It's like saying... I could buy the utensils of a good chef and it probably wouldn't cost much. Doesn't mean I'm going to cook as good yeah, food 100%. as a, a good chef. Uh, absolutely. So, okay, that was a digression. Yeah. What has been the most challenging tattoo you've ever done? Challenging tattoo. Hmm. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I feel like I've got so many of them. Okay, just... Pick one or two. Um, one that like one that comes to mind. It's more the areas now. Mm-hmm. Like if I have to do something really detailed on a throat, it's challenging. Not only because the skin is a lot different from somewhere else, but also the pain that the client's about to go into. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if clients didn't feel pain and they just stayed there, it would be a lot easier. Right. But then you put that on top of 
they're going to feel pain and the skin on the neck is a lot you know it moves like you, if you touch your own neck you could move your you it's know, very loose yeah your skin can go an inch each way you know depends who you are i guess but yeah the neck's not too easy but when you have to put a detailed piece on it that's pretty challenging and that that one that's the one that comes to mind right now but i'm sure you know i could think of other ones so with that so what are usually the challenges that most tattoo artists go through when they're doing a tattoo so like you said like the neck like that's a position on the body that's quite challenging because of the skin the skin elasticity um then you need someone who can take it see like it's like a whole yeah it's a whole you need a lot of things to line up to have a good tattoo you might have an awesome design in an awesome area and then when the person gets there their skin is real dry or you know it's it's there's so many things could happen that i think experience definitely does make up for a lot of it but there are times where that tattoo is not going to be as good as it is and it's not in your control so what are some of the skin types that you find challenging to work with uh definitely if someone's got really tough skin yep so and like hands. yeah exactly tough skin also when it's too soft mm-hmm. like um why is that you just get the ink spread underneath it as well so there's a real it's like a really nice balance of soft and you know tight um also when the skin's too thin that's really hard like so for older people yep. they got like real just it's like paper or like stretch skin yeah like- stretch skin is hard as well but yeah. that will like hurt my hand after a job just because i'm stretching so hard yeah yeah so 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 stretchy skin is always and you mentioned dry earlier yeah dry so like especially dries. like because <laughs> winter's winter's actually a good time to get tattooed because you're not going to be in the sun so much you're not going to be tempted to go swimming but it is also the season for dry skin and you'll do it you'll see it sometimes where you shave somebody and then you start cleaning the area and like just dry skin just comes off just by rubbing it and like when i first saw that it was like it was pretty gross but i'm used to it now but um yeah look i'd say if you if you know where you want to get tattooed and it's winter maybe exfoliate the area for like you know a a day or two before before the session don't do it on the day because i think that would just make your skin sensitive yeah exactly um what else would be challenging yeah so there's areas you know neck elbows knees especially because the stenciling is pretty hard when you when you put a stencil on a chest or a thigh it's just it's almost like a flat surface yeah but then when you have to you know put it on an elbow where you got different ditches on both sides and then it's not so hard to get it on, but it's hard to get the stencil to look to in proportion. Look good, right? That's it. Because it kind of warps. At the end of the day, your tattoo is only going to be as proportioned as your stencil. Yeah. So okay. that that that's really worth um, doing properly, even if it takes like if if I don't get the stencil right, I'll stay there for hours, and it's happened a few times, which sucks. I have but noticed, even with the smallest. Yeah, them. it's usually the ones that are like, oh, we'll just do it quickly, and you know, the stenciling ends up taking forever but you know that's all right it's part of the job what are, so just on stenciling what do you find is like is that like the only thing that you find tricky with stenciling or what are the what are the things there's to... skin types that aren't good for stenciling as well when okay, you have somebody with like you you clean them and it looks fine and then you go to stencil it and they're sweaty oh. or if their skin's really oily the stencil doesn't you know you can wipe the stencil off in one go and that sucks so what do you do about that 
you just have to work around it. Like part of um, a real important thing to learn is how to preserve your stencil. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like not wiping it off too. Exactly. Off. So if you come across somebody who's, you know, oily skin and you can wipe it off in one go, that just means don't touch the stencil until you've already tattooed over it, which is, you know, it's tricky, but it's Because you have to keep wiping. It's a skill you have to learn. Exactly. Interesting. I'm still learning so much. <laughs> I could become a tattoo artist, not. Oh, I think you know a lot more than the average person. But it's like sure. what you said. You can have the utensils, but yeah. Not look, the at the end of the day, I'm not special. It's just that I put in the hours for it. So anyone who put in the hours for it, you'd be in practice, you know, practice. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, you need a, some motivation to do it, but. If you could. Well, just briefly, yeah. I want to touch on um, something that just came into mind. What about design challenges? That's that's the thing, okay? So me, like, because I specialize in black and gray, I'm more into just replicating images, you know, photographs or artworks. So that's easy for me. But if somebody came to me and goes, Ray, I want to get this, you know, um, Neotrad, uh, whatever it is, it'd be a bit harder for me to... Des- not that... I don't want to say hard. It would take me a while to design it. I'll put it that way. Whereas with black and gray, I could do that in a few, you know, minutes. But to design a full Neotrad big piece, I'd have to, you know, it'd take me a lot longer. It's but almost in, like you have to switch your brain. Yeah, exactly. I've got to find wired. out what makes a Neotrad piece looks good, look good. The, yeah. the execution of the tattoo after the design is, is easy. So if someone brought me a design, I could do almost anything like Mm -hmm. probably minus um color realism but designing a style that i'm not familiar with is the is the tricky part gotcha because you know it's not yeah exactly what makes a realism piece look good might be the thing that makes another style look bad yeah that makes sense yeah so you got to find out what makes a certain style pop yeah, so like I'm just thinking like a black and grey piece, you'd want something, you know, contrast. Contrast and depth. And exactly. Depth, whereas but if Neotrad, you put that on Neotrad, it's like, more flat. Yeah, it's flatter, exactly. So you don't want to put too much depth. But it also has more here. depth than Trad. So, <laughs> you know, there's, yeah, there's yeah, levels yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There, yeah. is, there is like sh- shadows. <laughs> exactly. So I, I like it when people bring me a reference because then I know what they like because there's been times where. Someone goes, I want a Neotrad this, and I design a Neotrad whatever they ask for, and then it's just nothing like what they expected. They'll just go, oh, no, I want it to look like this, and then they'll send me the reference, and we trad. Mm. Like, that's not Neotrad at all, you know? Actually, that leads me to... We won't do it in this podcast. I think we will cut it off there, but that leads me to, I think, sometime, somewhere down the track, we should talk about what the different styles are and what they mean. Yeah, I think we did that a bit on the first one. Yeah, but then yeah. you just kind of mentioned how yeah, yeah, true. people don't, don't we really know do what the yeah, trad and trad yeah. is. Like, Maybe we could do, do episodes for and just compare two styles at a time. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that way, you know, it's not too much to to absorb for people listening. Yeah, well, if you're listening, let us know what styles yeah. you want us to do a compare and contrast on. And uh, look, the last challenging thing people will give, give an artist is um, like a time budget. If you, if you okay, want to get yeah. tattooed, like, don't plan anything else. Just, <laughs> are you, it's, it's on you forever. What could be more important than that? And if there is something more important than that, then don't do it on that day. Yeah, that's such a good point because you don't want to rush a tattoo. <laughs> exactly. It's no, not going to come out as good. Like, and not only that, yeah. the pain. 
Oh, you know what? People with a deadline, they usually take pain really well. It's it's a weird thing. I don't know how. It's probably a mental thing. Yeah, because they're just like, I've got to get it done before I go. So they'll, they'll, they'll sit real well. But also, it's just... It's not good for the artist. We'll put it that way. They're not. Yep. No one's going to do their best work tattooing with you know um, tattooing under time pressure. Yeah, got yeah. it. Right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Just a short one. Yeah. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. See you See later. Ya.